What is going on, y'all? Welcome into the first video and audio episode of With Alex Coming. If you're watching on YouTube, I'm so glad to have you here. You can see the wonderful set that I put up behind me, the Hawaiian shirt that I'm wearing, and the bruise on my face, but we'll, we'll ignore that last one. So what we got here, we got globe next to me, we got some sports hats for some teams I like, some plants, some books I really enjoy, a football, a basketball. To my left is a hockey jersey. This is really just me in a nutshell, and I just wanted to showcase it. This is all stuff I had laying around. I thought I'd put it together for your viewer looking pleasure. As for audio, just piece together what you think it looks like. For this episode, I just wanted to go and talk about my new job because my last episode was about a job, the jobs that I'd had in the past, but the new position I have with the Orlando Solar Bears on the Solar Squad, it has been so cool to get to hang out there. Uh, you know, I'm a big fan of the Amway Center. I've been visiting that place since I was a kid. I saw my first concert there. It was Van Halen back in 2012, which I'm really bummed about because in case viewer or listener, you don't know, Van Halen is my favorite band. Like they are the guitar, the music, the lyrics. I mean, it's just like the ultimate, you know, good time party band. And I like to think that I'm a good time party band. My dad got me tickets to it. And unfortunately, at the time, I wasn't a huge Van Halen fan. I knew a good handful of songs, like the stuff they played on the radio and whatnot. But I just, I remember so much about that concert and really loving the experience. And the opening band, funny enough, and I think this is strange, was Cool and the Gang. So in my cavalcade of concerts I've seen, Cool and the Gang is up there. And I guess technically that makes Cool and the Gang the first, uh, first concert I ever saw. And I love the song, uh, Get Down on It. Such... Oh, such a good groove. But that being said, getting to hang out at the Amway Center is it's awesome. I love getting to hang out in the dressing room. And I think it's the same dressing room that like the musicians and the performers, comedians use before they go on stage. We hang out like down in like the, the back wings. And I mean, I've stood in areas that I didn't think I would stand in until I was there performing at the Amway Center. It has been a real treat. Plus getting to go out into the audience and act the way that I would usually act at a game except I'm getting paid to do it, getting paid to throw t-shirts. And throwing t-shirts is, like, people go nuts for that. Like, I, I've known that, you know, for years now, because I go nuts. I love getting a free t-shirt. But when I was there at the game, I'm down in the aisles, looking up at just rows of people going back, and everybody's just, like, looking at me, hooting and hollering, just being like, please throw me a t-shirt. And some people have some interesting tactics. A lot of people would hold up their kids, and say, please, my, my daughter, my son, they really want a t-shirt. This is their first Solar Bears game. And, you know, I'm never one to disappoint. So what I did is I just turned around and just kind of chucked it over my head backwards. And whomever caught it, caught it. I'm pretty sure it was a child. But, hey, I hope that I last in their memory. But it's been awesome. I just, like, kind of hang out, like, around the arena. Just, you know, yell, let's go Bears. I get to hang out on that big, like, deck atrium with the mascot. I get to bang a drum. I had one of those, like, not bullhorns, but, like, old-timey, like, megaphones, and I'm yelling through that. And, like, if I did this at, a bat, like, a, a normal game, I'd be like, man, I was really hyped for that. Or if I saw somebody doing that, I'd be like, whoa, they're, they're a big hockey fan here. But, hey, they pay me to do it, so I'll keep doing it as much as they need me to. And I really look forward. I hope you guys come out to a game and come and see what it's all about. So I want to transition into talking about Halloween. I love Halloween. This time of year is damn near my favorite time of year. Fall, these last three months of the year, because I'm a big Thanksgiving guy. 
big Halloween guy and big Christmas guy. And Halloween is such a special holiday because you really get to see how much effort people put into their creativity. At a Halloween party, you can look at a costume and you can say that person either bought their costume at Spirit or Target, that person put hours of dedicated work into making that costume the best it could be, DIY, being all crafty. And then you can also see people that didn't put any effort into their costume. Like, the what's the common one? People will put on like a flannel shirt and like jeans and say they're a cowboy, which I'm not knocking people who are doing maybe last minute costumes or, you know, can't really think of stuff, but you really get to see when people put their put their heart and soul into it. Now, my costume this year has been an astronaut, which is a costume that I bought for the UCF game the other week, the space game. And now I'm double, doubling down and actually using it as a Halloween costume the way that God intended for it. Now, my costume is, it's great. I like it. I'm going to keep it. It'll come in handy. But I'm not like, I'm not a person. I'm not like a political figure or a musician or like a movie character. I'm just, you know, spaceman, not Buzz Aldrin, not Neil Armstrong, just astronaut. And I think that people really connect when they see somebody who's wearing a costume in the same niche that they're in. Like at the Halloween party that I was at the other weekend, there was somebody dressed as an I think you should leave character. And as I love that show and love the, the, the costume was incredible. I was really drawn to that person because I so enjoyed their costume and the effort that they put into it was it was phenomenal. They said that they had, the, they had a vest that their grandma made, which is pretty freaking cool. So Halloween is great because you can really put yourself out there and get creative and get wild. It's one of the few few holidays you actually wear a mask for. You don't wear a mask for Easter unless it's a bunny mask. You don't wear a mask for, for Christmas. The only mask you wear at Christmas is the one when you're around your family and have to be nice. But at Halloween, you can wear a mask. And Halloween is great because it's one of the few holidays where it's like okay to go out and like party your butt off. And I love holidays where like partying is part of the occasion. Thanksgiving and Christmas are great. And I'm not going to say there's, there's, there's drinking definitely, but it's not partying. Fourth of July, party, Memorial Day, Labor Day. Well, these are all just patriotic like days we have off. But Halloween, not only do you get to express your creativity, but you also get to go out and have a dang good time. That's why it's such a big deal. People say, what's my Halloween plans? What are the Halloween plans we're doing? I've fortunately had, I think I've had Halloween plans since like I started high school. And if a Halloween ever comes around that I don't have plans, I will have considered it a failure because I didn't go out of my way to make plans or to find something because that is a special, special day of the year. And then the next day after midnight on Halloween begins November, which for me is the best month of the year. And you can argue that it's the month of December because it's Christmas and there's all the fun music and all the lights are up and it's really pretty. And the same argument can be made for October when all of those lights are up. But at the start of November, you have both the Halloween decorations are still up because people haven't taken them down. And when they do take them down, what do they put up? They're Christmas decorations. You get both in the same month. I've seen Christmas commercials on TV as of this month, like the past couple weeks. So in November, you don't think they're also going to be showing those things? Plus Thanksgiving, I think, is the only holiday where there's football. And if you know me, yeah, you know that I dig that. I get to hang out and like watch football all day at noon and then fall asleep after eating turkey and mashed potatoes and gravy and stuffing. Yeah, count me in. Well, on Christmas Day, there is basketball and the occasional football game. So I guess it has that going for it too. Plus you get stuff. And all of these holidays, now that I'm talking about it, they all have this theme of like, there's an idea of what to wear for these days. 
Fourth of July, generally, you kind of consider that like a, a beachy, like I would wear this on Fourth of July, what I have on right now. New Year's, usually you get dressed up and you go out and do something nice. Christmas, you want to get all dressed up nice. Maybe you wear a Santa hat or something or antlers. Thanksgiving, you also maybe wear a sweater, a button-up, khaki slacks, right? And for Halloween, I mean, that's just whatever you want to wear for a costume. Also on the topic of Halloween, I think that Halloween is the holiday that has the most, like, movie diversity. Sure, there's Christmas movies, but all those kind of have a similar motif, a similar vibe. Hopefully, they're uplifting, except maybe for the occasional Christmas horror film. But Halloween, it's all horror films. And people have such strong opinions about, like, horror movies and horror franchises and all that. With Christmas, there's, like, probably 25 to 30 movies that are considered classic, like, ranging from It's a Wonderful Life to, like, Christmas Story and uh, Christmas Vacation. And I can't really think of any modern Christmas classics. Maybe that's what people need to do is focus on not making another Marvel movie, but focus on making another Christmas classic movie. I think I think that'd be more impressive to me if there was a movie that was made this year that went down as like an all-time movie in like the pantheons of like Frosty the Snowman and Rudolph the Reindeer, as opposed to like another superhero movie making a billion dollars. That would be more impressive to me. Also, speaking of movies, I'm bouncing around a lot here because I got lots on the brain, viewer, listener. This is when the good movies come out. You know, what do they say that January is like the dumping ground for movies? Because that's when all those like generic action movies come out. But in December, that's when the Oscar fodder comes out. That's when the movies that people want to put into the award shows come out. That's when you get your Academy nominated actors doing their big productions. You know, if Daniel Day Lewis does a movie, it's not going to come out in June. That's when you release, you know, Independence Day 3. He's going to do some good stuff here at the end of the year. It's also when James Bond movies come out, which is another reason I dig it. Holidays also give a good excuse to be a bit of a glutton, to, you know, lean into your degenerate side, like I said, with partying and all that. But on Thanksgiving, it's common knowledge that usually you eat so much food that you fall asleep. You pass out because you've eaten so much meat. Christmas is the same thing. Christmas, it's not uncommon that, you know, you eat a lot of food, watch some movies and fall asleep. Fourth of July, obviously, you know, you're celebrating the independence of this nation. So, you know, drink like they're about to take it away from us and you know, often that'll make you fall asleep when you hang out in the sun long enough. Which, funny enough, there might be a toss-up between New Year's Eve and Thanksgiving for my favorite holiday. Thanksgiving because I love eating the food that's offered. I love seeing my family and I love watching football. But New Year's Eve, there's something so special to me about like everybody in a city getting all dressed up, looking nice, going out and having a nice time to celebrate uh, another year around the sun. America as a country is just so focused and ma and cares so much about time and like not wasting time and being productive and like being on top of stuff and making the most of your time and you know different quarters and making sure you reach like monthly goals weekly goals da daily goals so getting to the end of the year you can really look back and reflect and it's just like a nice nice solid like chunk of time that's good to like see that you can reflect on and look back and check how much you've accomplished and i love new year's because there's also the optimism of oh it's a new year Fresh opportunities, which I know a lot of people don't hold up their New Year's resolutions. I don't even know if I had any New Year's resolutions. But it's also the optimism of I'm going to get into shape. I'm going to, you know, rekindle my relationship with my father. I'm going to stop drinking for good. And then by Easter, by Valentine's Day, even, you know, usually those are kind of out the window. But dang, I also do love Valentine's Day because I just love love. I love when people are kind and caring and affectionate. So yeah, 
And you can call these hallmark holidays that maybe they are put together just to get a card, like things like Boss's Day or Grandparents' Day or Siblings' Day. But I guess then I'd have to think about the parallel between how much joy is derived from these holidays versus how much money is spent. Think about Thanksgiving, you got to spend a lot of money. Christmas, you got to spend a lot of money. Often on Valentine's Day, it's expected that you're going to spend, you know, $100 to go to a nice dinner. I guess Easter, not really, but that has a lot of religious connotations. New Year's, usually you go out and party and spend a lot of money. So what holidays are the cheapest that people derive the most fun and enjoyment from? Not Thanksgiving, because you have to pay for the food and all that, and maybe travel if you're going somewhere. Fourth of July, I guess, because every single neighborhood is lighting off fireworks. And I also, I do love fireworks, which is why I love Fourth of July and New Year's a lot. But, hmm, I'd have to think about that. Which holiday do people enjoy the most and spend the least, uh, the least amount of money on? At this end time of year, there's that really awkward couple of uh, weeks where you have the time between Thanksgiving when you saw your family, and then when you come back for Christmas and generally see the same people or another side of the family. And then after Christmas, but before New Year's, you have that awkward period where there's like nothing going on and you're just waiting until New Year's Day where you can party. It's not like you're going to start your resolutions early because you're just going to break them on New Year's Eve. You can go out, party, drink, have a blast. So yeah, I think I'm going to wrap it up there. This episode was a bit choppy. There's a lot of different thoughts and ideas running around and you know, I'm still getting used to the backdrop and presenting on camera and like this more laid back, casual form. But I hope you enjoyed it because I loved having you here. I hope you look forward to many more of these and getting to see the backdrop of the future. Lots of love.